Greetings and welcome to the Transform Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Anastasio. This is episode 49, and it's Saturday, April 9th, 2022. And uh, welcome back to the podcast, guys. Um, Publishing a rare Saturday episode here every once in a while, that becomes a necessity. Uh, But as long as we can get you two episodes a week, uh, then we're on track. So anyway, thanks again for joining us, guys. Um, You know, as always, appreciate you checking in with our podcast. Uh, And today, um, have one kind of narrow tactic to share with you, but it's been on my mind for a little while because um, as an avid user of Twitter, it's really the first social platform I ever went on to, to be be totally frank with you, and it's a, a place I like to catch up on news and conversation, uh, just from a personal standpoint, as well as a business standpoint. Um, and there, there's there's a tactic I'm seeing on Twitter that I wanted to share with you guys, make sure you were aware of it. Uh, if you are using Twitter, this is something, you know, but you're not doing this tactic, I would recommend that you incorporate this. If you're not using Twitter, but you've maybe considered it, I think this can show you uh, one of the other things you can use it for uh, that can bring you some value and can actually make better use of the platform uh, than maybe you you had imagined, okay? Uh, and I'm sure there's a segment of you guys that that Twitter just doesn't work. It's not, you know, it's not the place for you to be right now. You're focused on other, other platforms. And, I mean, as you know, if you've listened to this podcast, we advocate getting into an omni-channel situation as quickly as you can because we, we advocate uh, volume to content wherever possible. Uh, so obviously the more channels you're on, the more you can spread that volume around and, and, and duplicate and replicate uh, content that you already have. So I would argue almost anybody can benefit from using Twitter one way or the other, but I understand for your business, if you're, if you're still in sort of a narrow zone uh, in terms of the platforms you're focused on, Twitter sometimes is, is one of the first to go um, you know, in terms of the ones that get used, particularly in a business-to-business uh, context or, or a business-to-consumer uh, context. Uh, so definitely understand that. But I would want you guys to understand this particular tactic and how it can broaden uh, the, uh, the capability Twitter brings to your business, to your brand, etc. So the, the, the tactic that I want to talk to you about is the use of a, of a feature in Twitter called Twitter Threads. Uh, or just making a thread on Twitter. And it's something that I started to notice more more frequently just over the last several months. I mean, maybe I wasn't paying as much attention as I could have, but I see a lot of people using threads to draw out, you know, a, a, a series of points and keep the, um, the user engaged with their tweets uh, for a longer period of time, meaning they're staying on the platform longer, and also giving them more opportunity than if they sent out a single tweet with a compressed point rather than drawing it out over several tweets in a thread, it gives them a chance to pick up more likes, more retweets, more quoted tweets, and things of that nature. So so basically, let's just talk about how to do it first. If you if you have used Twitter, you know, and you, or you've used threads, I mean, this could be very repetitive for you, but... I just kind of want to step through it for those who may not be familiar with it. So normally when you open your Twitter app, lower right corner, you have the blue plus sign. You click that, you type out your tweet, and you send your tweet. That's the way you usually would compose and and send out a tweet. When you're doing a thread, what you're going to do is you're going to compose the first tweet, 
but then you're going to, instead of hitting send or, you know, publish, whatever the, forget off the top of my head what it says in the, in the corner there, instead of sending it out, you're going to go back down into that corner and hit that blue plus sign again. And you'll compose your second tweet. Again, if you have a third tweet, hit the plus sign again, fourth tweet, etc., etc., until you're done. And then at the end, you'll hit tweet all and the whole thread will come out. Okay, now typically what, what, what almost everybody I've seen uh, who, who uses threads will do is to put in the bottom of each tweet which number that tweet is out of the number in the series. So let's say you're, you're sending out five tweets. First one will be one slash five, second one will be two slash five, three slash five, etc. I also see people will use sort of an introductory tweet uh, that, that kind of says like, hey, I'm going to talk about this subject, you know, uh, here's a thread or a thread with like a finger pointing down, you know, emoji or something to that effect. And basically what's that, what that's doing is the top level tweet is giving everybody a heads up like, hey, there's a series after this, you know, and, and I mean, below the tweet, there's going to be, you know, Twitter puts like a little blue uh, text there that says like, you know, uh, you know, you know, click here for thread or expand for thread, something like that. But there's a prompt there that you can tap on, and that will bring you into the thread. But it's still, even though that's there, it's nice when the when the um, the composer of the tweet tells you that they're about to hit you with a thread because it just shows that they're being above board and they're you know they're they're alerting you properly to the fact that they've broken out their their points over a series of tweets. So those three prompts, you know, mentioning it in the intro, in your own text, using the cues at the bottom of each tweet that which, you know, telling the person which tweet number they're on in the series, and then Twitter itself putting the little blue text there that says, you know, uh, expand the thread or whatever, whatever the, uh, the prompt is. All those things combine to give the user, the consumer of the information, ample opportunity uh, to, to know what's coming. So that's just, you're not tricking anybody into, you know, reading the content or anything like that. You're being very upfront about it. But it's a very strong, powerful way, in my opinion, to get more engagement on Twitter. In fact, honestly, just as a consumer of information on Twitter, it's the best way I've seen. It's the absolute best way. I mean, for me, it works better than seeing memes and pictures and videos and things of that nature because... Twitter is a more conversational, text-driven platform, in my perception. And I mean, I may be the minority on this, I, I don't really know, but because I was having this personal reaction to these types of tweets, I wanted to share this with you guys, and I think it's worth experimenting with. I think it's worth trying out, you know, composing some tweets in this fashion and testing to see if you get more engagement compared to just sending out single tweets uh, or, or disparate tweets that might have something to do with each other, but you're sending them out separately and you're not really connecting the dots uh, for your audience, okay? Now, one thing I want to kind of finish with um, that's really where the, the sauce is, right? I mean, this is the tactic. This is how you do a thread. This is the buttons you press, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, it's not hard to, to, to comprehend all of that. But the, the issue is what you, what you really need to be doing in these threads is creating, you know, in, in copywriting, you often hear about cascading copy. You know, the first sentence, the only job of the first sentence is in copy is to get you to read the second sentence. And the only job of the second sentence is to get you to read the third sentence. 
You understand? So basically, in a tweet thread, that's effectively what you're trying to do. The top tweet is to get you to read the next tweet. That tweet is to get you to read the very next tweet, and so on and so forth down the line. Okay, so what you really have to be able to do to get someone into that rabbit hole, to get somebody to go down that cascade, is you have to hook them right at the top. And hooking them at the top is like any other copywriting you would approach. You, you want to engage them in a manner that's thoughtful, that's thought-provoking, but not, but not sheer trickery, right? So you're not going to say something in the top tweet that has nothing to do with the tweets below it, because that's trickery. And, and, if, and if you do that up top, and then they go down into your thread, and they see that you're, you've totally broken from the first topic, and you're on to something completely different, and you were just sort of hoodwinked into coming into the thread, you know, they're not coming back. They're not going to read any more threads that you put out there. They may just totally unfollow you or, or, or you know, just tune you out. So that top tweet is critical because that's the one that's going to show. That's the one that's actually going to show up in their feed. So that top tweet has to do its job of, of hooking them with something interesting. You know, something like uh, top five ways to save money on taxes and you absolutely won't believe number five. So now, as, just using it as an example, crude example off the top of my head, you have set them up for a series of pieces of insight, right? So, so they're, they're already seeing a potential value here because they're like, oh, this, this person's going to give me five different ways to save on taxes. So you've kind of set them up mentally to look for all five pieces. So that's going to get them through the entire thread, right? That nearly guarantees they're going to read all five because they want to know all of them, right? They're intrigued by the possibility that there's five different ways to save money on taxes, right? But by saying number five is really out of this world or number five is just going to blow you away, you once again virtually guarantee that they will go all the way to the end because they want to see what the fifth one is, okay? So that kind of top-level tweet does its job all the way around because it, it hooks them with some curiosity. It tells them that there's multiple pieces of useful information coming, uh, hence the notion that they'll have to read through all those pieces of information. And it saves the best for last, right? So doing those three things, a curious hook, you know, thought-provoking, um, a clear indication of value to heighten that interest, and then saving the best for last gets them through to the end. Now, some people would say saving the best for last is trickery. You know, why not put the best one up front, you know, and let them decide if they want to read the other four. You know, there's always a bit of a balancing act in terms of, you know, what's too much or what's too little in terms of uh, reeling somebody in. But to me, if you say you're going to do something and you do it, that's not trickery. Just because you decided to put the best piece of information last in that Twitter thread, there's no harm done there. You know, it's up to the person that's reading to go all the way to the end and decide that they want to consume that information. Okay, guys, so you know, the big takeaway here, guys, is if you are using Twitter, and I encourage you to at least check it out uh, because I do think it can be useful for just about any business, uh, look for different ways to increase your engagement on Twitter, and there are various ways to do that. And again, personally speaking, one of the best ways I've seen is the Twitter thread. Uh, now you guys know how to create one if you don't already. Compose a tweet, plus sign, compose a tweet, plus sign, compose a tweet, plus sign, etc., etc., until you're done. Tweet them all out and go from there. And use that top-level tweet especially 
to create that interest, indicate that value that's coming, and kind of hook them to the end or as far into the thread as you can, as you can reasonably uh, indicate uh, in that top tweet. Um, you know, maybe it's not going to be so exact, like, hey, you know, number five is such and such. It may not be so specific. It may be something like, um, you know, you need to know all of these uh, to, to get the most benefit or, you know, something like that. Something that just kind of indicates like, hey, you probably want to read every tweet in the thread, not just half the thread or not just the beginning of the thread. Okay, guys, so check it out. Uh, see what you think about it. If you guys have questions about it, you want to you know, want to work strategy on how you're using Twitter, how you can incorporate that platform. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, check us out on Facebook, Transform, uh, LinkedIn, Transform, Transform.com, our website. Uh, and once again, thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for following uh, the podcast and subscribing to it, sharing it, liking it, the whole nine yards. We really, really, really appreciate it. I uh, hope you guys are having a great weekend. Uh, excited about this week coming up. Uh, obviously, as we go into uh, this following week, uh, we'll be hitting episode 50, so big milestone there, and I'm very excited uh, to to share uh, that uh, event with you guys, and of course, we'll also have episode 51 out later next week. Okay, guys, uh, so once again, hope everybody's having a great weekend. Uh, thanks again for checking in. I'm Christopher Anastasio signing off, and we'll talk to you guys again soon. Bye-bye.